Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of the True Power from within. I do pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So today, I'm calling this podcast Life Uncommon, and I'm going to start off with a story. And um, so... If you've ever been a writer or you've tried to write anything, or maybe if you journal every day, um, everybody has their own way of getting into a mindset of creative writing or creativity or whatever that is. So I talked about this last week that I'm working on my second book, but the best time for me to write and be creative is in the morning when I am fresh after I've had my prayer time and my meditation and my yoga and I've listened to personal development and it really gives me a sense of creativity. So um, I, I do most of my writing in the morning because I feel like that's when God is really pushing through me and giving me the words and the things that he wants to say, especially when you're talking about your own life oftentimes we forget about certain things in our life or we forget about certain stories, right? And when I feel like when God is trying to push those out of you, um, it's, it's part of a healing process. It's kind of almost like going to counseling, right? I, I am a hundred percent for therapy because I've been through therapy and I know how it helped me and you know, what type of things it brought out of me And so writing now is kind of a sense of therapy for me, Um, getting my story, getting, you know, encouragement and empowerment. And, you know, my, this, this book that I'm working on is about my journey with God and, you know, how my journey has changed um, since I decided to, to give my life over to God. And uh, so Saturday morning I got up and I said, okay, I'm going to write. I had brought my computer downstairs. I was going to sit at the table right where I'm here now, and I was going to write. And I, you know, I get a text message or a messenger message letting me know that my grandfather had passed away. And, you know, it's not about him passing away because it, that's inevitable, right? He was getting older, you know, you know, it was coming, right? And so to me, it's, I know in my heart that absent with the body is present with the Lord. Okay. So it's not even about my grandfather passing away. He was my last grandparent that was alive. So that's kind of, uh, kind of rocked me a little bit. Um, but in, in let me be as vulnerable and as transparent as I possibly can. Um, I was angry. I was angry because you know, you, you begin to heal from things in your life, right? And then things begin to pop up, right? Healing is a process, right? It's a process of every day being committed um, to constantly becoming, meaning constantly be healing, constantly becoming the person that you were created to be, constantly becoming in your relationship with God. It's about becoming, right? You don't just wake up one day and say, okay, I'm healed. Healing is a process. It's something that we all deal with in some f- form or fashion. And so um, 
But I found out on Saturday that he had passed away, but he passed away on Wednesday. So I was angry because, again, I was very quickly reminded of where on the food t- uh, where on the food chain I stood for the person who uh, who let me know, right? I was not one of the first calls. I didn't get called at all. I got a message on Messenger, right? Um, it was four days before I knew. I didn't even know that he was that ill. And part of that could be my fault, right? Because I don't keep in communication um, because here I am again trying to heal from situations of the past, right? Trying to be my best version and know that because I change, someone else doesn't change, right? I have to be able to meet people where they are because if not, my healing will, will cease because I will be so wrapped up in why they didn't change and blaming everybody for everything instead of taking my own personal responsibility. So, you know, of course that shook my world and I sat here and I cried and I was upset and I think I was more angry than I was upset. And, and so I cried and then I was like, okay, I'm going to try to write because that was my whole intention of coming down here, right? With my computer is to write. So I began to write and, you know, again, writing is a healing process, right? So I began to write and I'm still upset and I'm still crying and I'm saying, God, can you please, you know, release this off of me so that I can be creative and write. And he very quickly reminded me of a song that I heard for the very first time in the midst of my addiction in the midst of abuse, in the midst of everything. And the second I heard the song, I began to cry. And tears just ran down my face because at that moment, I was wishing for the freedom that's, that is talked about in the song. And if you are not familiar with the song, it's, called, it's by Jewel and it's called Life Uncommon. It's not a religious song, but it's a song of freedom. And um, I... I highly suggest that you get into a quiet place and you, wherever that is, and you really listen to the song because it's such a freeing song. But I listened to that song over the years, but I have not listened to it recently. And he very quickly reminded me of this song. So I turned it on and I was listening to it. And again, I began to cry because the words speak so much truth in this particular song. It says not to lend your strength to those things that you wish to be free from. And how true is that in our lives, that we give our power over to the things that we are asking God to release us from, right? We pray God, release this anger off me. God, please, I just want to forgive. God, please give me this change that I'm asking for. God, please remove the people from my life that are not for me. God, please, um, you know, release anything out of my life that is not of you. But when situations occur that have to do with our past or present or trauma or pain or abuse or addiction or prison or whatever it is, we fall back into this state of 
giving our power back to the very thing that we have prayed for many years or we have worked on healing for many years, we give our power back to that. And in the song, it says, we are tired and we are weary, but we aren't worn out. Think about those words for a moment. We are tired and we are weary, but we are not worn out. And then it says, set down the chains until only faith remains. Sit down those chains. And when I listen to that song, it just, the flowing of the writing just began. And I was just flowing and flowing and flowing with what I was writing. Not even about the death of my grandfather. Not even about you know, the anger or whatever, but it was just God pushing some other things out of me. So I said, Lord, let me go to the scripture, right? And let me see where you're talking about releasing the bondage, releasing power uh, for these things that we are are trying to get out of or that we want to heal from, right? And he brought me to Galatians chapter five. And in my Bible, there's like a, a title, you know, before each little um, the passages or whatever. And this one's called keep your freedom. So Galatians five and one says we have freedom. Now Christ made us free Stand uh, So stand strong. Don't change and go back into slavery. So the things that we are praying to get out of the things that we are praying to be free from the things that we have allowed to have our power for so many years, and we've got into this healing. We've got into this sense of freedom. Know that when these, these situations are going to come up, right? Something's going to bubble up. Something is going to remind you of these things. There's going to be a person or something. It's inevitable that we a situation is going to occur and it's going to remind us of our past, But at that point, we have a choice. Are we going to lend our power back to that thing again? Or are we going to say, no, Satan, I rebuke you right now. You are a liar. I will not go back into that. I will not go back into bondage. I will not allow these chains to hold me down any longer. I refuse to give my power over to the very things that I wish to be free from. And that could go for anything in your life. Because in order for me to heal, I had to choose to forgive. And forgiveness is probably the hardest thing that I have ever done. But when you go into agreement with God that you're going to forgive and that you're going to change your life and that you're going to be committed to the healing process or be committed to healing for purpose, right? Or healing for transformation or healing with a better relationship with God. Whatever your purpose is for that healing, know that God is saying that these things are not going to just go away, but that if you stay strong in his word, right, the freedom will remain. 
because it goes down in in verse seven, it says, you were running a good race. You were obeying the truth who persuaded you to stop following the true way. That persuasion does not come from God who chose you. So there's a promise in that, right? There's a promise that he chose you. He created you. He put you on a path. Although we sometimes hit the ditch, right? Decide to go four-wheel driving in our lives. We decide to go mudding and we decide to mess up our own, our own path. But God already knew the path that we were going to go on before we even were born. So our life is not a surprise. Our struggles are not a surprise. Our anger is not a surprise, right? Our resentment is not a surprise, But in those moments, in those situations, are we going to decide to give our power back to that situation or are we going to stand firm in the one who chose us and say, I am going to lend my voice to faith, to forgiveness, to joy, to peace, to healing. I am going to lend my voice to those things instead of lend my voice to anger and bitterness and resentment and fighting back at the very people that I know God has maybe put in my path, but was not meant to destroy me. It was meant to transform me. I think over the course of my life, the situations that I have been in have given me much more compassion for other people. It's given me a sense of, of grace because in society today, we're so easy to talk about giving grace, right? Or getting grace. But oftentimes we are, we're eager to ask for grace and want grace, but we're not eager to give grace to other people. And that all comes with the healing because I have to realize too, okay? So although I may be on the way down on the food chain, I may not matter, okay? Maybe they don't want me there. Whatever that is, I can't dwell on those things. And, you know, my dad helped me realize that, which he did not know that, but he had called me later because I had sent him a message just letting him know that Pop had passed. And um, we got on the phone and we started talking and we started reminiscing about Pop's life and how successful he was and all of the things that he did. And, you know, we really started kind of going through that and it really helped me process because I know that he lived a good life. I know that he was there for me when other people weren't there for me. I remember all the fun times, right? I remember all of these things and I had to get myself grounded because that's what matters. The pain and the struggle and the hurt and the trauma and all of those other things, I made a commitment to myself that I'm not going to give my power to those things any longer. That I chose years ago to, to be healed, to get rid of the bitterness and the resentment and the anger and the things that come along with 
everything that happened in my past. And God says, I chose you. I chose you. And when he, when I remembered the song, because I know that it was nothing but him that put it in my, my spirit because I hadn't listened to it in a very long time. But the title, which is what I've named this podcast today, the title is true for me. That God chose for me a life uncommon. Your life is probably not common. I know my life is not common. My life is not like yours. It's not like my husband's. It's not like, um, you know, my sister's. It's not like my friend's. It's not like anybody's. Because God chose me to have a life uncommon. Meaning he chose me to walk the path, gave me the strength, gave me the healing, gave me the change that I so needed in my life. But in the same sense, he also gave me a purpose. He gave me compassion. He gave me grace. He gave me mercy. He showed me what it is that he has for me to do in this life and what my assignment is that he has given And I'm still walking in that. I'm still trying to embrace that, right? But I think the purpose of this today is to let you know that your life is not common and that's okay. When you look around at everybody's life and their filtered life on social media, nobody's going to go on there and tell you, I just cried for five hours because I can't pay my rent. Nobody's going to go on there and be vulnerable and say, I just cried because, you know, I felt like I couldn't get out of bed this morning. I cried because I don't know where my life is going. All we see in the world today is a filtered life for everybody. It takes a lot to be vulnerable. It takes a lot to be honest. It takes a lot to be transparent in your life because we're human and we all struggle. And our lives are not like the next person. They will never be like the next person. And we get caught up in society in comparing our lives to someone else's. But your life has a very special purpose. God has chosen you for such a time as this. You're supposed to be running a good race because the race that you're running is not your neighbors. It's not your sisters. It's not your brothers. It's not your wives. It's not your husbands. It is your race to run. So that when you go to heaven and you stand before God, he can say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You withstood the test of time. You fought when you didn't think that you had any fight in you. You persevered even in the hard times. You gave grace and mercy to others because you know how it feels to not have the grace and mercy from others. You were a friend because you knew what it was like not to have a friend. 
you were a mom because you knew what it was like not to have a mom. You were a dad because you knew what it was like not to have a dad. You were not judgmental to those people that were going through mental illness or addiction or prison because you know what it feels like to be in those places. So your journey may look hard. Your life may look uncommon. But you were chose for this. And even though we go through days where we feel like, why does our life look like this? Why do we have to go through this? Why do we have these issues? And we ask all of these questions. But God says you're running a good race. Don't think about the things that you don't have right now. Think about the things that you've already overcome. Get in agreement with God and know that you're not, this isn't, you're not going through these things or you haven't been through these things just because God is trying to harm you. You're going through these things because he gave you a particular assignment on your life and you have the strength to do it. Your sister didn't get this journey because she wasn't strong enough to handle it. Your friend didn't get this journey because she would have failed at it. But you have been chosen by God to walk this path because you have something in you that the world needs to see. But we have to understand that our life is uncommon and we have to commit to ourselves that we will no longer lend our strength to the very things that we wish to be free from. If you want to be free from anger, you cannot allow someone else's actions to put you in a place of anger. You have to say, God, I recognize this and I'm going to choose forgiveness. If you want God to bring you out of an addiction, you have to say, Lord, I'm going to give this to you because I'm not strong enough to do this on my own. God, I'm not strong enough to forgive this person on my own. God, I'm not strong enough to to give mercy and grace to these people because they hurt me so bad. God is going to give you that. But we have to learn to turn it over to him and start stop trying to deal with all of this on our own. We weren't meant to try to handle all of this on our own. Right? Because the battle is not ours. The reason that we give our battles to God is so that he can show his glory in our life. He can show his true power in our life. People can see, oh, she was an addict and she was in prison, but you know she had all of these things that happened in her life, but look at her now. God's light and God's glory is shining through me because I chose to give the battle to him instead of trying to fight the worldly battle on my own because I'm not strong enough. But the one I serve is strong enough. So today I want you to embrace the fact that your life is uncommon. You are uniquely and wonderfully made. Do not 
lend your power to those people or those things that you have been praying to be free from for so many years. Release through your voice and say, you will no longer have my power. Speak over the situations in your life that you are lending your power to that is keeping you from being the best version of you. Speak it out into the world. You will no longer have my power. Addiction, you will no longer have my power. Abuse, you will no longer have my power. Trauma, you will no longer have my power. And give it over to the very one who can heal you and bring glory through your story. So today, just know that your life uncommon is not by mistake. God has placed you on this very particular path because he has chose you. You were chosen for this time. You were chosen for this race. You were chosen to change those people's lives. You were chosen to talk about God. You were chosen to give your testimony. You were chosen. So today, embrace the fact that God has given you a life in common. And focus on the things that you have overcome, not the things that you are still going through. And release the battle to him because the battle is not yours. And know that your mind, which is our biggest battlefield, that God renews your mind every day. So lean into God. Lean into his word. Lean into the prayer time with him. Lean into your relationship because I'm going to tell you, he will never leave you or forsake you. And he has chose you for such a time as this. So thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. I do pray that uh, I did add some value to your life. And I do hope that you have an absolutely amazing day. And I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.